With the Olympics going on, we've talked a lot about world records lately, right? Right. Well, uh, we've got a new world record to tell you about. The number one, number two is in Florida. Oh. I'll explain that. All right. Plus, a golf course at the Villages just got a whole lot easier to sink your golf shot. We'll explain. I feel like you're trying to get at something here. Yeah, I'm going way over the top. <laughs> well, I scream, you scream, we all scream for... Ice cream? Community law enforcement, oh, right? Of course. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? We do. You know, weird (laughs) stories are our greatest export. They are. But oranges are pretty awesome, too. Importers, exporters, that's what we are. (laughs) Our first story comes to us from, I didn't even say it. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. So sorry. I'm off my game. That's okay. Our first story comes to us from clickorlando.com. Um, you like history in museums, right? Of course. Well, I have got the exhibit for you. The Orlando Science Center's Poo-Zeum. Ooh. And a poo is exactly what you think it is. Ah. It's a museum of coprolites, mm. or what the rest of us might call fossilized poop. <laughs> uh, the dookie on display at the Poo-Zeum comes from all over the world and dates back as far as 200 million years. And while it comes in all shapes and sizes, as it does, yeah. uh, the star of the exhibit is a two-foot-long prehistoric poop that came from a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh. It's actually the Guinness World Record holder for the world's largest fossilized excrement from a carnivore and you can see it right here in the Sunshine wow. State. Wow. By the way, if you want to visit the Poo-Zeum, admission is included with your Science Center ticket, which hey, is hey. 21 bucks for adults and 15 for kids between 2 and 11. And yes, there is a senior discount. Yes. <laughs> well, this is definitely history that you can see and smell. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. You does, probably can't smell it. Does poo still smell after like 200 million years? I hope not. Right? That yes. would be that would be a potent poo. Yes. A potent potable. A potent potable. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it sounds like the, the T-Rex really, in this case, needs a little bit more fiber in their diet. Oh, so true. I guess there's not a lot of bran muffins lying around 200 million <laughs> years ago. No granola, no grape nuts oh, floating boy. around. That's too bad. I'm, I, I find it interesting <laughs> that there is a world record for a large fossilized excrement from a carnivore, hmm. which to me means yeah. there is even a greater world record for a fossilized excrement from a herbivore. Hey, those brontosauruses were not small, and apparently neither were their poos. Well, uh, uh, apparently not. Right. I don't know. I did a little poo research and oh. could not find the answer to that question. Poo search. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I mean... I guess what you could say is the best, they say that the best way to reach students is to show them that you, there's something, I'm going to just start over on that one. They do say that the best way to reach students is to show them something that they can relate to. I think they can relate to this. 
I I mean, yeah. We all poop. Everybody poops. It's Everyone like the it's poops. like the book says. Everyone poops. Mm, even Tyrannosaurus Rexes, even Brontosauruses, and man, are they big. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's interesting that you you mention you know trying to get kids really involved, sure. in it, right? Because yeah. we've got the Olympics going on right now. Of course, mm-hmm. every kid that's watching it is dreaming of being a world record holder in something someday, right? Um, all of these poops, poops, coprolites. coprolites. Let's be professional here. All Please. of these coprolites. I'm going to start are, referring to mine as coprolites. <laughs> are are owned by a, a guy named George Fransden, who mm. has the Guinness record for the largest collection of coprolites. Oh, I thought you were going to say he has the Guinness Book record for the best-selling album, Fransden Comes Alive. That was awful. That was really bad. <laughs> I just, every time I hear it, I want to say, Fransden comes alive. Fransden, not Fransden. Frampton. I, he doesn't have a talking gr- guitar. Yes. He has a coprolite collection. Whoa, 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 whoa. So I feel like we've completely lost the point of what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. But Mr. Fransden says that if you want to set a world record, mm. All you need is passion for whatever it is you do. Hey. So if you want a world record in swimming, Mm -hmm. have passion for swimming. There you go. If you want a world record poo, have passion passion for poo. Well, I don't know if there's anything better we could say, honestly. I mean, I'm sure there is. I love that. I love that idea. So so as I said earlier, I did some um, poo research. Specifically in terms of, you know, records and and interesting facts and, you know, Guinness and stuff like that. And the most interesting thing that I found out, did you know there are bags of poop on the moon? What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Humans are the worst. We'll just throw poop anywhere. So Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Neil. American hero. Yeah. Left four bags of poop on the moon. I know. Nobody wants to tell you it. And then there's... It happened. There is more poop left on the moon by other astronauts mm. who made it all the way to the oh. moon. So... These people. So so here's my question. Like, you can learn a lot from poop. Of course. Like, we know that Tyrannosaurus Rex is, we know this poop is Tyrannosaurus Rex poop. Right. I don't know how we know, but yeah. we know. And we can see what it ate mm-hmm. and how much of it it ate right. and whatever else by examining its its coprolite. Yeah. We live in a world where you can mail poop to a doctor. So you get poop in a box. So Absolutely. you can definitely learn a lot from poop. So a million, two million, three million years from now, hmm. some futuristic society. Yeah. Is going to discover our moon. Yep. And they're going to find an American flag, a golf ball, and a bunch of poop. Yeah. And maybe the Land Rover. The, oh, the moon yeah. Rover. Uh, yeah. The, the Mar- not the Mars Rover. The moon, <laughs> the moon Rover. But the poop will be the most important because it'll actually be like, you know, material that will tell them something about. Oh, my God. Maybe they'll try and clone humans out of our poop. Ooh. That's terrifying. It is. But but no, It'll probably seriously. survive longer than if anything happened to the Earth. True that. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, I mean, they're, they're going to think that we were disgusting creatures mm-hmm. because we literally just sent our poop to another, not to another planet, but yeah. to another celestial body. Yeah. Well, and we're also the kind of people that will, you know, put poop on display in a poopseum. 
Poosium. Poosium. I'm sorry. Please. Yeah. Please get it right. I'm sure the folks at the Orlando Science Center would yeah. appreciate it. 21 bucks, though, to see dinosaur dung. I mean, I, I know that there's a lot more there than just that, but yeah. it makes me think of that line from Austin Powers. Is, who does number two work for? Obviously, the Poosium. That's who. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. The Poosium is raking it in. There you go. Poosium. And that's why they're number one and number two. Yeah. So our next story comes to us from winknews.com. Hey, Wink News. My former stomping yep. grounds. 22-year-old Jeffrey Johnson celebrated his wedding a few weeks ago in Lehigh Acres. All right. Congratulations. But while some grooms look forward to their wedding night, Johnson's wasn't exactly enviable. <laughs> that is because he spent his wedding night in jail oh. after getting aggressive, first with his wedding guests and then with Lee County deputies. Oh. So when deputies were called to the scene, they found Johnson inebriated and being restrained by the guests at his own wedding. Oh my. And then when deputies intervened, Johnson turned his aggression towards them, kicking, punching, and spitting on them. Oh. No deputies were injured, but Johnson is facing one count of battery and two more of battery on law enforcement. He was released on bond the next morning. Hey, hey, Jeffrey, you sound like you are the life of the party. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so why are you fighting with your wedding guests? I mean, did they bring lousy gifts? You obviously sent your invitations to the wrong people. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody somebody hit on the bride. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, somebody wore white to the wedding. Oh, them's fighting words. Them's fighting words, definitely. Fighting yeah, things. But everyone loves a little kicking and spitting to help liven up the party. Maybe that's what. Maybe he's just trying to get everybody like their game going. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm guessing he didn't have too many family fans in the receiving line, though. No, no, probably no. Yeah. that. That's an ugly receiving line. Right Maybe there. that's where this whole thing started. Oh, very possibly. Yeah, I have I have questions about this. I don't know if this happened at the beginning of the reception, yeah. at the end of the reception. Maybe it happened during the ceremony. No. I have no idea. I would love to know. Yeah. Oh, me too. Especially if it happened early in the ceremony, because that means he started drinking early in the day. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's bad luck. To see the bride in her gown. Right. Right? I yep. mean, we all know that. Yes. It is good luck if good it luck. rains on your wedding it rains. day. yep. What does it mean when you start the first night of your marriage in jail? Well, I think you're in the doghouse right away. That's for sure. I, I mean, I would assume. And I don't it's know. probably just, you know. Maybe he was defending her honor. I do hope that one thing didn't happen to Jeffrey that night. Which what? is, you know, since he's spending a, his wedding night to remember in a jail cell. I hope that nothing... There was know, no consummation? Con no consummation happening <laughs> at the jail cell could make for an awkward conversation tomorrow. Definitely could. And speaking of the next day, hmm. who do you think bonded him out? Oh. Best man? Got to be the best man. Maybe he took up a collection with the whole, uh, right? With the whole groom staff. Yeah, right, I don't know. because the best man, like the best man's job is to hang on to the rings. Yep. Make it's sure that he to, gets to the wedding on time. To pay for the vendors, to carry the checks and pay for the vendors. Probably should have also been to hold him back from fighting with anybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, and bail out the groom. Yeah. I guess that's the last yeah, one. Yeah, because it always feels like that the best man's job sort of is, you know, over once the groom le leaves the party with, with his new bride. 
But uh, but when not the groom case, leaves the party in handcuffs with the sheriff's office, uh, yeah, maybe the best man's responsibilities aren't quite over yet. Got maybe he had up. to hawk the rings to get him out. Ooh, <gasps> wow. Well, that's just going to make for an even you know tougher breakfast. Definitely. When you get up. <laughs> Definitely. Our next story comes to us from WPBF.com. The Delray Beach Police Department is adding a new vehicle to its fleet. Oh. And while you might expect to see, I don't know, a Crown Vic or maybe a Chevy Tahoe. Maybe one of those big, like, tank-looking things. Sure. Yeah. Nope. Delray Beach is bucking the trend. Oh, nice. Their new ride is Mm. an ice cream truck. Oh, well, that's a little different. Police Chief Havaro Sims says he's been contemplating the idea actually for quite some time as a way for his officers to relate better with the community. His goal is for officers to build rapport with the neighborhood kids and then also get to know their parents and other neighbors in the community. There you go. The ice cream, by the way, is free. Nice. And nobody is forced to chat with the cops to get it. The truck should make its debut within the next few weeks. So the ice cream man is now a police officer? Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? I'd much rather hear the ice cream song than a police siren. (laughs) And I was, and the ice cream song has kind of gotten a bad rap over the years, you know? The ice cream song is creepy. creepy. Yeah. It's super creepy. So what does the new ice cream truck play? Like, what what is the ice cream truck music when the cops are running it? Is it anything? Bad boys, bad boys. (laughs) What you gonna do? I don't know. Maybe anything by the police? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good idea. Like uh, Every Breath You Take or oh, I'll that's Be Watching a, You. Absolutely, also yeah. Very, like a, just a very creepy song in general. Yeah, um, maybe I Fought the Law and the Law won. Oh, yes. Probably nothing by NWA. No, I'm I Shot going, the Sheriff either. I'm, no, I'm going out on a limb on both of those, absolutely. No, no. Keep the NWA elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Or Two Live Crew or any, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying NWA had yes. F the police. Yes. I'm two, sorry. Two live crews, what me so I? horny, wasn't quite the same I thing. I know. What was I thinking? I mean, I also that? inappropriate for an ice cream truck. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine hearing that coming down? Just a different type of inappropriate. Yeah. And then you go out there and it's like, oh, thank God you're driving the truck, police officer. I could have swore I heard two live crew on this ice cream truck. Oh. Oh, you did. Oh, me so hungry? (laughs) Me so hungry. I don't know. Hey, free ice cream. Can't beat that. No, but what an interesting way to connect with the public, right? I'd totally go for a chat with a cop over an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, I feel like they're just doing this to groom the next generation of confidential informants, though. And maybe it's just because I watch too many crime shows on TV. But There's an extra push pop in it for you if you tell me more about the kids down the street. (laughs) Right, exactly. You know, you're you're getting those CIs, you're trading trips for or tips for uh, extra sprinkles. I love or jimmies, jimmies, as as I grew up calling them. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I love it. Hey, at least it's not a donut truck. That would be a little too on the nose. Oh, Definitely. Or, or a bacon truck. Not Ooh. the not that bacon trucks exist, but what bacon if they truck. did? Oh, there's no reason truck. why they, you couldn't have a bacon. truck. I mean, there's bacon bacon based food trucks. Yeah, well, not quite. There's the same, lots though. of trucks that are built around a common ingredient, and bacon can be made in just about anything. You know, this whole I think thing. We just came across a million dollar food truck. Bacon idea. truck. Um, this whole thing reminds me of something that, that my hometown did. And I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Oh, oh. Um, when I was in probably college, like, mm. I think I was in college. I don't mm. think I was in high school. Um, my hometown, sh- well, the sheriff department in, in the county I grew up in. Yep. 
um, decided that they needed to better be able to apprehend people in high-speed chases. Ah. So they got five Lamborghinis. Wow. The sheriff's department got Lamborghinis. Yeah. Specifically, I think, for high-speed chases. Mm -hmm. I don't know why else you would... I mean, I know why you'd want a Lamborghini, but I don't know why else you'd spend two hundred and fifty grand on a police car, right? But gutsy to do that in Detroit. Well, the suburbs. I mean, but I'm saying, like in the sub in, in the surrounding Detroit area, gutsy to go with oh, uh, instead with of an the Italian Corvette. Car. You're saying? Well, I'm just saying it's like, you know, read the room. <laughs> A lot of American car lovers up there. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, all of the Lamborghinis were wrecked within six months. Oh, nice. Womp womp. Come on. Bad experiment. Probably all those Michigan lefts. You can't t- you can't take them in, so, in that's, a Lamborghini. I'm sure you can. Yeah. But but yeah, um they would have been better off getting ice cream trucks, I suppose. They really would have. Lamborghini ice cream truck. Mmm. So uh, did you have an ice cream truck in your neighborhood growing oh, up? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. yeah. It would come around. Um, it was definitely. I think it was like your typical. It wasn't like the weird ice cream, the ice cream trucks that look kind of like mail trucks or whatever, like kind of very boxy. It was boxy, but it looked more like an actual van. And what I remember most Did about it, did it have windows? Soup, yeah, soup, were there children in the back? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> super creepy music. Of course. And I just also remember my brother and I like digging through the couch cushions when we could hear it coming down the street. It's like, there's gotta be something in here. And can you I don't know if you've been around a ice cream truck recently. No. But the prices have been rising at an exponential rate. Oh. Yeah. I um I went to visit my family and I saw my nieces and nephews. The ice cream truck came in their neighborhood. We went over there to get some ice cream. I fully thought I had enough cash on me. Everything was at least three dollars, maybe four dollars, and I was like, "I'm going to need some help here. I can't, I can't get something for all of these guys." Thanks, Obama. Yeah, <laughs> man. We didn't even have an ice cream truck in my neighborhood you when didn't? I was. Like, I mean, I grew up in an apartment complex, and oh, there were literally yeah. two kids in this complex with yeah. hundreds and hundreds of apartments. So the ice cream truck did not. Come not enough through. bang for their buck. That's too no, bad. No, absolutely not. I don't think I purchased anything from an ice cream truck until I was at least in my mid-40s. So I am not the right person to tell you what the appropriate cost of ice cream is. But if it's as expensive as you say it is, for, for let's face it, poor quality ice cream. Yeah, I remember it being, you know, under a dollar. 50 cents? Yeah, 50 cents, usually under a dollar, depending on what you were getting. If and- it's as expensive as they say it is, I think the free ice cream from the cops, it's going to be... That's a slam be- dunk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're going to run out of stuff really quickly, but it's a good idea. Good for them. You know, in well, across the river from us, but in our area, um, uh, the police chief... You know, had a serious inquiry into expenditures that maybe weren't necessarily completely police related. Yeah. Okay. So, like, how? What's the budget approval process for ice cream for the cops ice cream truck? Well, and then the other thing you got to worry about is how perishable it is. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the good thing is you're going to be going through it really easily. Maybe that's why they're doing it for free. But yeah, I mean. There's not a whole lot of overhead there, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So our last story comes to us from Local10.com. All right. Most golf courses 
have 18 holes, although some in Florida have nine, a few have 27. But one golf course in the villages has an unusual number of holes. Oh. That's after three new holes appeared on the course a few weekends ago. Oh. Sinkholes, Uh that is. Uh, Three holes opened up near the Moyer Recreation Center near a retention pond at the golf course, and the holes actually drained the pond. Yikes. Engineers have said that the holes on the golf course are actually just depressions Mm. and not sinkholes. And although some locals are skeptical, plenty are still hitting the links despite the additional hazards. Well, your chances of a hole-in-one just went way up, right? Um, I mean, I'm such a terrible golfer. I probably couldn't even get it in one of these holes either. So I am not. I am not one to talk. (laughs) I don't know. I think you could probably make it. Now, I do have to ask though. How do you play a ball that lands in a sinkhole? Oh, like what's what's it say in the rule book? I mean, I gotta think that it's an unplayable lie. Or maybe you just maybe you get some relief, like you know, even relief from this stupid joke that I'm telling. You. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think you have to call the ranger definitely on the course or yeah. the, the scorekeeper. Yeah, it's, that, or, or just a, a or just ask your partner, you know, to give you a ruling on See, it. See, I I never know honestly when I'm allowed to take a drop, when I'm not allowed to take a drop, when when I'm supposed to give myself when to use a your penalty foot as a foot stroke. Yeah, I mean, knock yeah, it around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Like if I hit it into somebody's lanai, am I still allowed to play that? I don't I don't really know As long as they're okay the, with it, I guess. I don't know how the rules work yeah. so much. Yeah. Uh so I'm probably not the first to ask. Rules. Yeah, yeah, but um yeah, I mean the villages it is built in sinkhole alley. Yeah. And everybody I think that's listening to this podcast knows what the villages is. It's like the world's largest retirement community. Yep. Everybody has golf carts right. or all driving around. Highest STD rate in the entire state of Florida. Booyah. Because I mean, nobody's getting pregnant. And so. now and now a whole lot of extra holes all over their golf course. Yeah. Sorry. Highest depression. Highest odds of falling into a, a pit into the center of the earth i guess is is the village's newest claim to fame so after describing all of that i'm starting to think the only depressions that are happening in in the villages might be on this golf course i oh i i see what you're doing there because they're all having the sex sex life yeah they're They're having having a lot of fun yeah riding their little golf carts around you know enjoying their life yeah i don't know but i at least, at least if they're getting a lot of rain in Florida, what I mean, we've been getting a lot of rain in Florida this time of year. We have those holes could make for some new, brand new water hazards coming soon. I don't know. It could be. Well, I mean, they drained the pond, so I'm guessing there's some water already in Oh, them. yeah. yeah. I don't know. The one thing I said it didn't say was how deep the holes are. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're just depressions yeah. and not sinkholes. But couldn't a sink uh, like a depression turn into a sinkhole? I don't know. I would I'm, think I'm so. I'm not a geologist. I'm certainly not standing in it. I mean, if they're depressions, you're gonna feel like you can go ahead and stand in it. But there's no way I'm doing it because it's like it caved in already. It's probably gonna cave in more. How does Florida not have quicksand? I don't know. I'm not even a hundred percent sure what quicksand is, other than what I saw in like Abbott and Costello when sure. I was a kid. Sure. Like if it exists yeah. and and how it works exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't know either. But. but I feel like if any place had quicksand, it would be a place with a lot of sinkholes. Yeah, you got a point there. Somebody out there can tell us. Hopefully, 
That Why would doesn't suck. Florida have more quicksand? That would suck to hit your ball into the sinkhole and have it sucked under by the quicksand. Ooh, yeah, that's some kind of bunker right there. Yeah, that that is that. Not even Phil Mickelson could hit it out of that bunker. I no. don't think. <laughs> so, Corey, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that the poozium is now a word in our Florida vernacular, and they got some really good crap there. Oh, I learned that in Lehigh Acres. They're setting the bar pretty low for a perfect wedding night. (laughs) That they are. I also learned that you may not be so happy to see the ice cream man if you find a police officer on board, although the ice cream is free. I I mean, free ice cream. Who can top that? Hard to beat that. And I learned that I may actually need to move to the villages to improve my golf handicap. Hey-o. And also maybe pick up an STD along the way. Why not? Why not? They're giving them out for free. (laughs) Those were the freakiest Florida finds for the week. As always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter. That's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on those socials, remember to follow us, like us, and share it. Say it with me one time. At at FLA FLA Freak Freak Show. Show. Plus, if you see a Florida story we missed... Feel free to share it with us. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform because we want to hear from you. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.